I'm Lara Wharton, and I teach people how to heal their nervous systems and release stress. I'm Michelle Rogerson. I'm a certified health and well-being coach and yoga teacher. Both of us traded our successful corporate careers for lives dedicated to wellness. And here, we share the powerful techniques that we used to create lives full of freedom and happiness. This is Listen Inspired. Hello, Laura. Hi, Shal. Today, we're talking about... Rest. Rest. And so we're like super relaxed because as we prepared our conversation today, we totally just gotten into the mood of relaxing. (laughs) (laughs) I can't stop yawning. So let's get our energy together and yeah, let's talk about rest because we both found it to be a really important part of self-care. Yes. And something we've both struggled with at times and something that's so crucial to living a healthy, balanced life and being full of energy and taking care of yourself. So what is rest? So what we're going to talk about today is not sleep, which of course is rest and restful, but we're talking about conscious rest. So types of rest could be meditation, relaxing, yoga, situations where you are being instead of doing something. You can have rest physically, being still. You can rest mentally by calming the mind, being in nature, looking at beautiful scenes, taking a walk can be restful. You can have emotional rest by distancing yourself from stressful situations, from taking breaks from things that bring you stress in your life. Spiritual rest in cultivating feeling like you belong and that you're safe and that you are loved and that you're connected to the earth and those around you. I think we all have different ways that we rest and ways that bring us energy and renew us. And it's going to be so different for each person. But for some of us, it can be really hard to rest. When we decided to make this part of our podcast, I was actually in a a state where I wasn't resting quite as much as I wanted to. And so I think that's why usually whenever I pick a topic to talk about, it's something that I need to hear myself. So it's been something that I've been focusing on and I needed to make it a schedule. I needed to schedule it and put it on my to-do list. And how do you know that you need more rest? Why is that important to you? My mind was going all the time. I had just things I wanted to accomplish and I was getting caught up in the productivity mode. I was getting really caught up in doing. I had lots of things, lots of projects I wanted to work on. And I was having a hard time taking a break from them because I was so passionate. And so I had to start stepping back and prioritizing some ways to do that. I generally find like working out and like mental rest very easy. I like to work out. I like to be active, but I knew what I needed was physical rest as well. And so that's what I started focusing on this week is just stepping away from, because when I do physical rest, I'm generally working. I'm working at a laptop. I'm, I enjoy my projects. And so I consider my physical body rest when I'm just sitting. And so I needed to find a way to just pull back completely and rest my body and my mind at the same time. So I 
uh, downloaded a few books and I dedicated the weekend to reading and I, that was a way to force myself into like rest and now I feel so much better for it. Yeah, resting refills you and you can't pour from an empty cup. It's the fuel that keeps us going. There's a quote by Anne Lamott that says, everything, almost everything will work again if you unplug it for a while, including you. Everything needs rest. Animals rest. Some animals go into hibernation. We were talking about bears before. Think about how much they rest and how much energy they they need to conserve throughout the winter. Uh, Trees rest. Trees draw in their nutrients in the winter and kind of go to sleep. I love watching cats rest in the sun or animals. They always find the sun to rest, and I love that. And when we rest physically, our, our cells are recovering from the strain that we put on them through living. They're actually restructuring themselves. Our body is healing itself when we're in rest. And the mind settles, so you can gain better, broader, more open perspectives on what's going on in your life. If you picture a glass with dirt in it and some water, and if you're constantly always doing and in action, the water, the cup is always moving, and the mud never settles. We can't live like that long-term. Our bodies can't take it. There's too much tension that we accumulate every day. Every situation that we find, even remotely stressful, accumulates tension in the body. And only through rest and taking a break from physical activity or from doing does the tension start to relax and release out of us. And the mud settles in the cup, which you can think of as the thoughts in your mind. So the body naturally does this. This is what mindfulness meditation is, is sitting in stillness and observing what's happening and just resting, just being. And naturally, when we're meditating, we're not trying to not think. But naturally, it's a byproduct of meditating that the thoughts start to settle, like mud in the glass. And you gain a better perspective on what's going on. You aren't bothered by all the noise in the mind that often is just overwhelming. So you know you need rest if you're feeling overwhelmed. (laughs) Yeah, I love that metaphor. And I love this idea of the mud coming down to the bottom because it makes the water clear and it brings you clarity. Exactly. If you're feeling out of patience or irritable, it probably means you need to rest. If you're low on energy, resting replenishes our energy. We can only release past emotional or physical tension which is pretty much the same thing. We gain tension in the body when we're stressed emotionally or mentally, and then we store that in our body until we're relaxed enough to release it. So you're accumulating tension if you're not resting, and you need to be resting regularly to let go of that. But you can't let go of that unless you're relaxed. And that reminds me that there are emotions that reside in our cells. Like I'm an energy worker, so I work with our energetic body It's in our physical body, but our emotions, like if you were to, if you were to open up a body and look, you're not going to see the emotions that's energy. And that energy is still stored in our cells. It's still stored in our bodies. And so we have to release it. And the way that we do that, like you said earlier is through rest. So as you know, you're reminding me that I find, for example, that I'm valued for my productivity and that's a, an emotion that's been 
been put into my cells that makes it makes me a restless person. And so to work that out and to release that and to release any other emotional or trauma or anything that's been going on. Energetic since. residue. <laughs> Energetic residue to clear that rest is part of that. And I, when I do my Reiki sessions, we do a lot of clearing and people are extremely tired after. And I believe that's why, because we have to clear the energy. And then when you do that, the body's got to soften and just receive for a while after that big release. Yawning for me is a sign that I'm releasing that energetic residue that Shell was just mentioning. When I'm really deep in meditation or in a psychedelic ceremony, I yawn a lot and I can feel the energy releasing out of me as I yawn. Yeah, I find that for me, my I have difficulty resting because I'm just a very active person and I have found that I have to release distractions that... A lot of times what I'm really doing is distracting myself from resting because resting is a connection with self. Resting is getting to know yourself better too. And sometimes it's easier to just watch some Netflix or scroll on the phone or whatever those distractions are. Calling someone, working, working is a huge distraction Cleaning. for me. Cleaning, yes. So to be able to release to the distractions, and for me that's... It's been a challenge over my life, but I know when I prioritize my rest and I I recognize it as a problem that I'm not getting enough rest, that I feel so much better when I just take that time for myself and kind of pull back from this idea that I have to be productive. Our society values productivity. Hugely. Yes. And, And I know, like, I feel like I've always been praised my whole life based on my productivity, whether it's from my parents or in the office, the more you do, like the more you gain mentality. And that's just not how it is. The more you do, if you don't rest for me, I get sick, um, or I get headaches or I eventually my body says enough and I have to slow down. But ideally you don't want to get to that point where you're getting sick. If you prioritize rest regularly, then you shouldn't have to wait for those symptoms, I guess. Not that that's what I do. I mean, I've been thrown on the floor with back injuries and sicknesses because for years I didn't rest as well. I didn't rest enough. When I was a lawyer, I didn't have the time or I thought I didn't. I didn't prioritize it and ended up getting really, really sick, and that was because I didn't relax enough for sure. It took me years to recover from that. Yeah, it doesn't seem like rest is really valued in our society. We're trained that your worth is based on your productivity. Like, what are you producing? And that's your value, I find. I've noticed that. And that's not true. And I've had to reconfigure my mind, retrain myself. And still, to this day, I feel guilty sometimes when I rest, when I sit down and read a book, or I've already meditated, so how dare I do a yoga class or a yoga nidra? It's it's too luxury, but I have to repeat to myself, rest is productive. Rest is the best thing you can possibly do. You're going to have a clearer mind. You're going to be more efficient later. You're going to have more energy. There's another quote by Yana Robinson, a poet, that says, maybe the great adventure is rest. 
something I want to touch on that you said, Shal, about how difficult it is to rest because people don't want to, to sit with themselves. They want to avoid seeing themselves and look for any distractions. And that is difficult. There's a, another quote. I'm all about the quotes today by Pascal. All of humanity's problems stem from man's inability to sit quietly in a room alone. And that's because we're scared to see the parts of ourselves that we've repressed that we don't want to look at, maybe our shadow parts that we don't think are positive uh, or people have told us aren't positive about us, but those are parts of ourselves that if we're not going to look at them, they're going to arise out of us in the least opportune times. (laughs) So, and I think that's what that quote gets at, that humanity's problems stem from from people not looking within. I teach yoga And it's very often yoga students come to class and they walk out before the shavasana starts, before the deep relaxation starts. And it's because they probably have something next on their list to do. And on our path to self-realization in yoga, we have different limbs that we follow. And the yoga nidra or the deep relaxation is a higher limb of yoga than the postures practice. And so when people come to class, the whole point of the class is to do all the postures so that we can get to that deep relaxation. And so when people leave early, it's like, oh no, you're missing the best part. And and it takes a long time. Some people don't feel comfortable doing deep relaxation, uh, laying there with their eyes closed in a room and letting their body relax. So once it does take practice, I'll say sometimes it's the hardest yoga pose. Um, oh, yeah, the hardest, I think, but also the most important because that's when all the benefits of all the asanas, the postures, and all the breath work and all the focus, everything you've done, that's when it sinks in. You have yeah. to relax to allow the benefits to seep in, just like you have to be relaxed enough to release tension, to let right. go of stuff. And then yoga nidra, which is done in shavasana posture. So shavasana is the just in case people aren't aware of yoga postures. Shavasana is corpse pose. So lying down on the ground at the end of a yoga practice, and you should always do that at least 10 minutes uh, to a, after an hour class for sure to absorb the postures that you did, for, to let them settle into the body, to let the energy settle. Then yoga nidra, also known as yogic sleep, is a really deep level of rest. It's actually a level of consciousness between awake and asleep where you follow guided a guided meditation and the particular sequence of instructions puts your body and your mind into this state of yoga nidra where you're incredibly physically relaxed deeper than if you were asleep and with your body in that deep a state of rest it's healing itself then your subconscious is more open and on the surface because your mind is still conscious So your body's asleep, but your mind is awake. And then through visualization practices that the guided meditation or yoga nidra provides, you can pick parts out of your subconscious to release. So whatever you bring the light of awareness onto, whatever you become aware, you need to be aware of something to release it. So through this practice, you use visualization to, to bring symbols into your mind that then touch on those parts of your subconscious and they're released. It is a really, really, really deep form of rest. They say that one hour of yoga nidra is equivalent to four hours of sleep. So a great way to get rest in the afternoons if you need to pick me up or any time when you're needing very deep rest. 
we were both saying we don't nap too much, Mm -hmm. but one of the reasons I don't nap is because if I do need to have some sleep, I always use that yoga nidra instead, and I do a 10-minute yoga nidra to get that 40 minutes benefit of sleep and as well as the connection that comes from doing yoga nidra so that is something that i'm more likely to do each day i'm the same i use it instead of a nap i find it leaves me really energized unless once in a while it leaves me more tired and then another indication you need rest is if you're tired another really deep way of resting are the cannabis the psychedelic cannabis ceremonies that i guide They are two to three hour long ceremonies involving cannabis and lying down, kind of like yoga nidra actually, but more like a guided meditation and evocative music. And the cannabis really is a gentle, mothering, loving energy that encourages you to rest. I've had clients tell me that that was the most relaxed they've ever felt for two hours in their entire lives. So that's another way to get a deep rest. Yeah, when I think of deep rest as well, like I get that feeling after doing Reiki. Um, and obviously, like many people know the benefits of massage, coming out of a massage, feeling like putty. Um, but for me, those types of things where I go into an environment that is specific to rest, like a spa, a ceremony, then you can really relax. And... I find that even as a yoga teacher, of course, I could do yoga in my bedroom. I could do it in my living room. But if I go to a studio and I see the candles and I the lights are low and it's a space for that and it's been created for that, it just gives that a little bit more extra um, boost to relax me. Another way to rest is to take breaks from screens. Our eyes need rest. Everything needs rest. So if you've been straining your eyes too much, if you've been listening to too much sound, if you're in a loud place, it's nice to give your senses a break once in a while, go into a quieter place or into nature. Taking a day of rest a week feels really, really good and will help you, again, let the mud settle, gather your thoughts for the rest of the week. I typically take Sundays and I, I used to not look at my phone at all. I need to get back to that and just completely ignore it for the whole day. Lately, I've been more relaxed about it and try to just not scroll at anything and try to not do any computer work and just be off screens as much as possible and not make any commitments of stuff I don't want to do. Sundays are my day to take care of myself, and that typically involves a lot of rest. You do something similar, right? Yeah, since I work for myself and I get passionate about what I'm doing I pretty much have a 24-7 schedule I can set it whenever I want so I just honor Sundays and Mondays (laughs) I'm taking two days so I take two days and just try to let go of any work now that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm all about rest for those two full days because there are like other life things that happen like social engagements and things but I will back off from work and productivity such a myth that we have to be productive all the time to be loved and worthy and successful it's just not true and it's actually almost impossible we need rest another way to prioritize rest is to set up a space where you rest 
having that place where that you associate with rest, just like having a set up dedicated meditation space will make you meditate more and will actually enhance the effectiveness of the rest or the meditation because of the energy that you imbue that space with and the intention of being in that space. Like when you have a setup, I get all my clients to do this right away. Set up a space where you meditate and where you don't do work or don't do anything stressful so that when you're in that space, just like we said, a yoga studio just feels good Mm -hmm. because there's so much rest that's happened there and peacefulness. So not only will you see the space in your house because it's probably going to be in your living room or somewhere visible that you'll walk by once in a while, and it'll trigger you to remember, oh, I should rest. i got to sit down at least for a few minutes, maybe even just sitting for three minutes in your space That's will, will bring that feeling of rest over your body. And I love relaxing in nature, too. So we, I live a few blocks from the beach, and any time I go to the beach, if I'm just lying in the sun on the beach, I'll instantly relax and probably fall asleep for a few minutes. And it feels really rejuvenating to just be out in nature for me so finding those spaces that bring you that relaxation I think the world needs more people teaching people to rest so I think it's a great thing that you're doing and offering your clients like it is your specialty and it's something that a lot of people could use I think that we should be taking more pride in our rest and less in our productivity completely agreed So we are going to leave you here with a recording of a deep rest yoga nidra or yogic sleep meditation that I recorded. So lie down, get yourself comfortable, make yourself cozy and warm, grab a pillow and a blanket and enjoy this deep rest. Lying down on the floor, on a yoga mat or on bed or couch, stretching in any way that feels good to you here, maybe rolling the shoulders down, maybe stretching the hands out, maybe even tucking your knees into your chest for a minute, starting to feel the body and feel the support beneath you, feel yourself start to sink heavier into the support beneath you. Knowing that you're completely safe here, you can repeat to yourself mentally, I am safe. Let your exhales be long and relaxed. Eventually finding a position of stillness with the arms by your sides, palms facing up, if that's comfortable, or your hands can be on your body. Feet are slightly apart. Making any final adjustments and then committing as best you can to stillness for the remainder of this practice. Feeling the body adjust to stillness. This is a process, it doesn't happen immediately. 
becoming curious as you feel the body adjust, just being instead of doing anything. Notice as the muscles become more and more relaxed, looking for any places that you could soften in your body a little bit more. practice of yoga nidra we operate on the level of listening and of feeling those are the only two important factors repeating to yourself mentally now I will not sleep I shall only listen to the voice I will not sleep I am going to practice deep relaxation. There is no need to concentrate. Simply relax and follow along with my voice and try to stay awake. Each breath, feel the inhale spread calmness a cool relaxation throughout the body and as you exhale feel yourself surrender deeper being held by the support beneath you as heavy as you can get Become aware of the sounds that you can hear in the far distance. The most distant sounds that you can hear. Like your sense of sound, sense of hearing is a radar beam. Send it out, move your attention from sound to sound without attempting to identify the source. Gradually bring your attention to closer sounds, slightly closer, a perimeter around you. Splitting your attention from sound to sound. Noticing sounds outside of your building now. Drawing your attention into sounds within the building. Without creating a story about them, just notice subtler sounds you can hear. Now to sounds within the room that you're in. 
Now, without opening your eyes, visualize the room that you're lying in. Visualize the four walls, feeling the floor, your body lying in the room in stillness. Notice, remember, visualize all the details you can about the room that you're in. Like you're standing outside your body, observe the body lying on the floor or bed, breathing naturally, completely relaxed. Continue observing the body, total awareness of your body lying in perfect stillness. Awareness of the natural breath. Continue to stay connected to my voice. That's all you have to do. Here, we are going to repeat our intention or resolve. Short, positive statement in the present tense of something want to accomplish or something you want to be true for yourself so we're planting a seed here an example is I am in perfect health I am supported and loved I am compassionate in all that I do repeating your intention now mentally three times knowing that it will come true Letting it go. Turning your awareness to the natural breath and the feeling of the body becoming even more relaxed. We will now begin the rotation of awareness in which we will take a trip through the different parts of the body. I'm going to name different parts of the body and you'll simply follow along with my voice moving your awareness from part to part as I name them. We're going to move quite quickly. Try not to concentrate too hard, just follow along, traveling through the body with your awareness. We begin on the right side at the right hand. Bring your awareness to your right hand thumb, second finger, third finger, fourth finger, fifth finger, palm of the right hand, back of the right hand, the wrist, lower arm, elbow, upper arm, right shoulder, right armpit, right side of your waist, the right hip, the right thigh, right knee, calf muscle, ankle, Heel of the right foot, sole of the foot, 
top of the foot. Right big toe, second toe, third toe, fourth toe, fifth toe. To the left hand now. Left hand thumb, second finger, third finger, fourth finger, fifth finger, palm of the left hand, back of the hand, the left wrist, lower arm, elbow, upper arm, shoulder, the left armpit, left waist, left hip, left thigh, the knee, calf muscle, the left ankle, heel of the left foot, sole of the foot, top of the foot, left big toe, second toe, third toe, fourth toe, fifth toe. Go to your right side toes now. The right big toe, second toe, third toe, fourth toe, fifth toe, top of the right foot, sole of the foot, heel, ankle, the right calf muscle, kneecap, right thigh, right hip, right waist, right armpit, right shoulder, right upper arm, elbow, lower arm, wrist, back of the right hand, palm of the hand, the right thumb, second finger, third finger, fourth finger, fifth finger. Now go to the left side toes, left big toe, second toe, third toe, fourth toe, fifth toe, top of the left foot, sole of the foot, heel, ankle, calf muscle, kneecap, left thigh, left hip, left waist, left armpit, left shoulder, left upper arm, elbow, lower arm, left wrist, back of the hand, palm of the hand, left hand thumb, second finger, third finger, fourth finger, fifth finger. Now become aware of your right shoulder blade. Now the left shoulder blade. Now the right buttock. The left buttock. The whole spine. Now the whole back together. Feel where your body touches the support beneath you. The whole back together. Now to the top of the head. Forehead. Right eyebrow. Left eyebrow. The center of the eyebrows. The right eyelid. Left eyelid. The right eye. Left eye. Right ear left ear, right cheek, left cheek, nose, tip of the nose, right nostril, left nostril, upper lip, lower lip, both lips together, chin, jaw, the throat, right collarbone, left collarbone, 
right side of your chest, left side of your chest, center of the chest, the upper abdomen, navel, the lower abdomen. Now to the back of the head, bring your awareness to the back of the head where it touches the support beneath you. Now the right shoulder blade, left shoulder blade, the whole spine, the right hip at the back, the left hip at the back, the right buttock, left buttock, back of the right thigh, back of the left thigh, back of the right knee, back of the left knee, the right calf muscle, left calf muscle, right ankle, the left ankle, the right heel, the left heel, and the spine, now the whole back together where you're touching the support beneath you, feel the whole back together. Now to the right toes, the left toes, the right knee, the left knee, right thigh, left thigh, right groin, left groin, lower abdomen, the navel, upper abdomen, right side of the chest, left side of the chest, the center of the chest, right collarbone, left collarbone, throat, jaw, chin, lower lip, upper lip, both lips together, right cheek, left cheek, right nostril, left nostril, right ear, left ear, right eye, left eye, right eyelid, left eyelid, right eyebrow, left eyebrow, center of the eyebrows, the forehead, and the top of the head. Now feel the whole of the right leg. Now the whole of the left leg. Now both legs together. Now the whole of the right arm, the whole of the left arm, both arms together. Now the whole of the back of your body, the whole of your front, the whole of the head, and all together now, the legs, arms, back, front, head, all together now, the whole of the body together. Become aware of the whole of the body together. Feel the whole of your body together. Become aware of the body lying on the support. 
Bring your awareness to the points of contact between the body and the support beneath you. Feel that line of contact, of pressure. Become intensely aware of those points of contact. Beneath the heels, calves, buttocks, shoulder blades, the arms, back of the head. where your body makes contact with the floor. Not contract, not expand. Stay connected to my voice. Become aware of those points of contact between the body and the support beneath you. Notice the body breathing naturally. Bring your awareness to the navel. Feel the movement at the navel as the body breathes naturally. Do not try to change the rhythm. The breathing is automatic. The body is doing it on itself. You by itself, you are not doing it. There is no effort. Feel the navel rise and fall slightly with each breath, expanding and contracting. Concentrate on this movement in synchronization with your breath. to count our breaths backwards from 11 to 1 like this 11 navel rising 11 navel falling 10 navel rising 10 navel falling 9 navel rising 9 navel falling. Keep going at your own count. Say the words and numbers mentally to yourself. Count backwards to one. If you make a mistake, start again at 11. If you reach one, start again at 11. on the breath at the navel and the counting.
now stop your counting. Shift your attention to your chest. Notice the chest rise and fall slightly with each and every breath. Become aware of this. As we concentrate on the movement of the chest with the breath, we will count again from 11 to 1 in the same way. 11, chest rising. 11, chest falling. 10, chest rising. 10, chest falling. 11, uh, 9, chest rising. 9, chest falling. Keep going at your own count backwards. of the breath in the chest. Start again at 11 if you make a mistake. counting now. Move your awareness to the throat. Become aware of the feeling of the breath as it moves in and out of your throat. Feel the inhale and the exhale in the throat. from 11 again, focusing on the feeling of the breath at the throat. Breathing in, 11. Breathing out, 11. Breathing in, 10. Breathing out, 10. No sleeping, please. Stay awake. Total awareness that you are counting.
Stop counting now. Move your awareness to the nostrils. Become aware of the breath moving in and out of the nostrils. Feel the temperature as the breath moves in the nostrils. Feel the warmth as it moves out. Breathing is natural and relaxed. We will count as we did before from 11 down to one. You know it well by now. Breathing in 11 nostrils, breathing out 11. Keep going at your own count. Down to one backwards. Stop counting, become aware of the body lying in the room that you're in, lying in perfect stillness. Make sure you are still awake, still connected to my voice. Now awaken the feeling of heaviness in the body, the feeling of heaviness. Become aware of heaviness every single part of your body. You are feeling so heavy. You are sinking into the floor beneath you. Feel it in your fingers and toes, your head and torso. Every cell in your body is heavy. Awareness of heaviness. Now awaken the feeling of lightness. Feeling of lightness in the body. Sensation of weightlessness in all parts of your body. Your body feels so light that it seems to be floating away from the support beneath you. Every cell of your body is light. Weightless. Awareness of lightness. Now awaken the experience of cold. Feel bitter cold all throughout your body. 
Imagine you are walking on a cold floor in the winter, or you're out in the snow. Your feet feel very cold. Face feels cold. Every cell of your body feels cold. Awareness of coldness. Awaken the sensation of heat. The whole body is hot now. You feel hot all over. Remember the feeling of heat in the summer when you're out in the sun with no shade. Feel the sun heat penetrate every cell of your body from head to toe. Awareness of heat. Now confirm with yourself that you are still awake. Say to yourself mentally, I am awake. I will not sleep. Now we move to the visualization part of this practice. I'm going to name variety of objects or scenes and as I name them visualize the image try not to concentrate too hard let the image shine for itself it could be a feeling an awareness, an emotion a vision an imagination dreamlike feeling if the images do not appear don't worry, just listening to my voice, bringing your awareness to the center of the eyebrows, the eyebrow center, visualize or feel darkness, a burning candle, a white swan, snow-capped mountains, white clouds drifting across a blue sky. Birds flying across a sunset. Stars twinkling in the night sky. The full moon. The infinite ocean. Waves on the ocean. Tall, dense trees. A small hut in the forest, snow-capped mountains, a moonlit valley, burning candle, a blue sky in the evening, a dark night. Shining stars in the dark sky. A full moon. A beautiful sunset. A golden egg. A red triangle. Yellow square. White circle. 
black dot. Darkness. Calm and quiet. The warm glow of a candle. Now become aware of the inner space that exists behind your forehead. Develop your awareness of this space, an infinite space that extends as far as you can see, as low, as high, and as wide as you can see. Become aware of this space like you're, you're observing a screen, a massive screen of inner space. Look into the darkness of this space. And as you observe it, be aware of any phenomena that arise, any images or patterns or feelings. I'll sit here for a minute or two, just observing, remaining the witness without getting involved with anything that arises. Detached awareness of this inner space. going to repeat our intention again in the same words or similar positive short statement in the present tense repeat it to yourself three times now with feeling and awareness knowing that it will come true
slow, deep breaths. Become aware of your physical body, the points of contact with the support beneath you. Keeping your eyes closed for now, develop your awareness of your surroundings. The floor or bed you are lying on, the room that you are in. Externalizing your attention, remembering the room that you're in, the objects around you walls, the ceiling, any windows, notice any sounds in the room that you're in, notice any sounds beyond the room, out on the street or outside your building. of yoga nidra is now complete we are going to take our time to come out we want to move really slowly and gently out of this state of yoga nidra consciousness back to being awake whenever you feel that you are awake you can start to bring some gentle movements into your fingers and toes. Taking all the time you need, please do not rush. Slowly coming back and when you're ready, you can start stretching your body a little bit bigger. in any way that feels good, keeping your eyes closed for now. And eventually, if you want to sit up, you're welcome to keep lying down. But if you'd like to sit up, we'll roll over to one side. Stay there for a minute with your eyes closed. Just notice the breath through the nostrils. And when you're ready, you can push yourself up to seated. And open your eyes. If you like what you learned here, I offer yoga, meditations, and courses at shellrogerson.com. That's C-H-E-L-R-O-G-E-R-S-O-N.com. Or follow me on Instagram at shellrogerson. And you can reach me, Lara Wharton, or find more content through my website, listenlightly.com, or on all platforms under Listen Lightly. And remember, when we focus on taking care of ourselves, that love fills us and changes the world around us.